Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. And welcome to another very not spooky episode of the Good Leader Podcast because we're past Halloween. It's over. It's in the rearview mirror. Uh, I don't know at when this is going to drop, but Halloween was probably a week ago, a couple of weeks ago even at this point. Uh, so we're recording this, however, in full transparency. You know, I just, okay, actually, can I... Am I wrong? You know what? Am I wrong? Am I, I've wrong got an am I wrong segment. Do we, have an, do we have an am Bring I wrong it. drop? I wasn't even planning on this, but it just hit me out of nowhere, and I need your opinions on this. Let's hear right. it. Do we have a drop for that? Uh, do we have an am I wrong like sound? I would see. love it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? This is a good one. Actually, that's like pretty that. good. I, I like that. that. That was on the cuff. Okay. We're really that just trying good. new things. We're trying new things, people. We're trying new things. Thank you for listening, Good Leader Nation. We Okay, so am I wrong? I was just about to say, in full transparency, a lot of media that we consume these days, are they telling us the truth? Is this AI generated? Did mm. this thing ever happen? I mean, and on the biggest levels, this is like national news. Like what's really happening in Israel? Wow. Some of that stuff could You're be talking computer generated. language. Yeah. You okay. guys talked about this before you guys came. Yeah. Like, so we had a whole uh, so, conversation. Well, there are absolutely very serious implications for that, that I'm worried about the downfall of humanity. Mm -hmm. But on a much lighter note, I just said the Good Leader Podcast. I don't know when you're listening to this. So I was just going to say in full transparency, we are recording on November 2nd. Is it November 2nd? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Still, Happy November, y'all. Happy November. It's November 2nd. So I'm just past Halloween. But you could be listening to this two weeks from now, you know? So in full transparency, we don't record live, you know? We don't drop it immediately. So some of our references might be dated. And I just wanted to be honest with our audience. So am I wrong? Because I am so sick of my social media accounts, because you know me, I'm only on pretty much only one. Jess, what social media do I love? He loves LinkedIn, y'all. Thank you. Give if him you a follow. If you talk to me on Instagram, you're not talking to me. You're, you're talking, talking to Jess. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to Jess. That's so so true. if you reach out, if Jared and said you, he loved if, your yes, uh, if I loved your post, Jess did. Nope, that was Jess that loved it through my account. So thank you, Jess. I appreciate that. <laughs> but on LinkedIn, I do like LinkedIn. We keep a professional over there. You know what I mean? That's what we do most of the time. And then there are some things that I would still say are professional, like inspirational posts, videos, or whatever. But here's the thing that I'm sick of. I'm so sick of the inspirational posts that might show, like, let's say if I, I'm looking across the road here, and I'm looking across the street, and there's a little old lady crossing the street, okay? And I'm filming the little old lady. And then some young punk comes up, you know, and, like, knocks her cane out from underneath her, you know, and, like, looks at her and is like, come on, get out of the way, lady, and moves on. And then... The, the headline, though, is like, you know, humanity matters or people are kind. Because then, oh, some nice, young, sweet person comes up, helps the little old lady. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jess? You've seen these, yes. right? They help the yes. little old lady across the street, and it's great. And that's wonderful. That's sweet. Am I wrong? I'm so sick of how set up that is. I'm like, mm. this, is, this is all fake. This is all fake. Number mm. one, if you're filming it, if this was real and you're sitting there filming it, Joke's on you, loser. Like, whoever's holding this camera <laughs> is the biggest seen, loser. Have yeah. you seen the videos of people, like, feeding the homeless? Yes. Okay, and, that's like, the same vein. Stuff. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it all. And You're I, not wrong. Okay. You're I'm, not wrong for it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, this is obviously set up. Number one, I don't randomly just carry around. Maybe maybe people are to this these days. Are you just randomly carrying your camera around all I the mean, time? I mean, if you're a vlogger, maybe well, I can see it. But sometimes. If it's Some your job. People. I'm just saying, Could. the statistical chance for me to catch the little old lady <laughs> getting knocked over mm -hmm. and yeah. the good Samaritan coming mm -hmm. along and me pausing long enough to see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. it, it's staged. Okay, yeah. I'm done. It's all staged, yeah, totally staged. And I'm sick of it. That's not Man. good leadership to me. I have never thought about this one time. I've oh, just man. been I, like, that was funny. I, that was day. the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I think oh. about it. 
<laughs> the little, you're just laughing at the lady falling no, down. No, maybe not that example, oh, but I'm thinking of like other like viral videos. If I really think back on it, I was like, that probably was fabricated. I don't know. I laughed yeah. super hard. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I think in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, this is not real. I, obviously, it's obvious it's not real, but I guess I consume that content as though it's a parable rather than this really happened. Mm. So maybe it's my, my expectation is that it's obviously fake. So... But they don't present it as obviously fake in the same way. That's what made me think that I said, hey, in full transparency here, we are not recording. You know, whenever you're listening to this is not when we recorded it. We recorded right after Halloween. So, but that's not how they present it. They present it as look at this real thing. They don't say like, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a parable. You know, they don't disclaim it. Here's a good parable about leadership. Let's watch the little old lady get knocked over. That's, they don't say it's a parable. They present it as, look at this thing. It's all about how you, how it made you feel, not how real it was. Well, the one that really pushed me over the edge most recently. Yeah, there's gotta be one. Well, there's one that pushed me over the edge. There are a hundred, like feeding, people giving homeless people food or money, which by the way, I'm all for that. If you want to give to someone in need, I'm all, yes, I'm all for it. If I film it, I'm, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, abomination yeah. Above, above all abominations. Well, yeah. the story, stop filming. Seriously, just, just anyway, okay. The one that pushed me over the edge was, there's a gentleman, it's a rainstorm, okay? Jess, you may have seen this. You may be the only one on the pod besides myself who's seen it because we consume a lot of social media, you and I. There's a gentleman, yeah. it's a rainstorm and it's a flood on a street. <laughs> a gentleman is in a wheelchair and... Uh, appears to be a paraplegic and he's he's going along in his wheelchair and he's in the rain, in the flood. Now, once again, this is being filmed by somebody and he can't get up the curb to get up on the sidewalk from the street and so he falls backward in his wheelchair. Oh. Don't worry. Fear not. Fear not. There was somebody the there. The cameraman is not helping, but fear not. I was just about to say, did the person holding the camera jump in? <laughs> no. Someone came along on a moped coincidentally at the same time. Who? Also happens to only have one leg. And so that gentleman got off of his bike with the one leg who has one leg and helps the other gentleman. My point is, this is the most ridiculously staged thing ever, ever, ever. And you're presenting it as truth. It it pushed me over the edge. I was like, what in the world? In a rain. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. The only time I thought of that was, have you seen the, this was so funny to me is the teacher and she's doing she's like doing her class driver and she's like going through words that rhyme like little kids maybe like four or five and she's like okay so hit bit she's like looking for words oh man little one goes, shit and, <laughs> and she was like and that's that's that does right rhyme. that does I'm not, rhyme. I'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it on the board because <laughs> good job give me a high five <laughs> like, and they have you never it. seen those yeah but then back i laughed so hard at that every time but a, a few days ago i was like but why was a camera up? like that is kind of yeah. random yeah. that a camera yeah. was just like yeah. there at yes. the moment it happened but man she went viral so okay. that one killed me that's kind of i just laugh at i just find videos i laugh at you know what i don't have any paraplegics Le- on my feed no well leadership lesson of the day about me. leadership lesson of the day <laughs> Maybe, and I'm getting all of these things. I don't know what it says. Either maybe I am a good Samaritan or I really need to be one. I don't know where I fall. It's like, wow, Jared, you really need to listen to this stuff. Or maybe I'm doing it. I they don't know. know. It makes you angry. So you know what? Just like, maybe. They just, keep, they just keep feeding the beast over here. Yeah. The leadership lesson of the day, be real. Be real. Be really real. Not the be real some app, which is, people have which an app is now for it. not real at all. I was just about to say, some every people have an app be real, Okay, every be real that anyone that I have ever been in, full disclosure, I do not have a be real. They give me full warning and make me prepare 
for the be real. Hey, I'm gonna do oh, my be real, y'all. Don't live get that ready. Life. Get ready. Me? I'm just like get me. ready. Get ready. Anyway, hey, all right. as the Gen Xers say, BFFR. That's it. What's that mean? What? I can't say it. That, thank you. We keep it. Yeah, Anja's oh, already pushing it. it. We keep no, no, no expletives. No expletives on this. All right, today we're not even talking about it at all. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about burnout. We're going to talk about hard work. We're coming off of the quarterback lessons learned, and Ange is going to bring it home talking about burnout. I just got fired up. I'm sorry. That was that entire segment was just about me. Let's let's bring it to a good leader a lesson. You know what? Be honest. Be real. Be, be transparent. BFFR. Good leadership. All right, let's head to the break. You can purchase anything from Paradigm Shift at www. Well, we don't sell anything. <laughs> okay, hold on. We're not Amazon. Okay, hold up. Sorry. We're, we're trying some new Have you heard their new commercial? You can purchase it's like, anything? Buy stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Amazon. Buy it. We're buying stuff. All right. <laughs> That's actually All right, here good. we go. That is pretty good. We're Amazon. Buy stuff. Well, we're not Amazon, but you can buy stuff. Not anything. What kind of stuff? Well, what kind of gonna, stuff? Well, we're going to cut this out, so. No, this is live. This, <laughs> this is it. Oh, this no. Is it. This, this is staying in. This is it. No. Be All real. Right. Be honest. Commercial. We'll try again next episode. You know what? Hey, it's okay to fail. <laughs> it's okay to fail. We'll try again next episode. But why wouldn't we're all we make it better when we can make it better? You know what? Maximizer. I don't know. That's, that's, hey, I, I just leave it to the editing crew. That's we you guys. can't edit that out after the no segment. No way. That's we just too good. That's true. That's true. You know, we like commercials. We try to do it live. <laughs> We're trying to do it live. Jess stepped up to the plate. Jess stepped up to the plate today. Said, "I'll do the break. I'll do the commercial on the break. We'll Jared talk about medium in, talk cards." I was like, "Who's doing what?" We're gonna need and to I was script. Like, I'm commercial. We're gonna script these out. I, I also said, "Do you know what mood I'm in today?" I was like, and then claimed he wasn't in a mood. I wasn't. But, but, okay. Well, he's not in his mean no. mood. I'm he's not in his real sarcastic mood. That's for sure. Never in a I'm mean surprised mood. you didn't roast me. Just never a little. You're in a mean mood, mood way less than you ever the, were. The non-edit yeah. is going to roast you. All right. Hey, today we are going to pick up on a conversation that we will in no way finish. This is an ongoing conversation. We've talked about it before on the podcast. It came up a little bit in the quarterback episode because Patrick Mahomes played hurt. It's a big lesson for both Anj and I playing hurt. Have you guys got a chance to watch any of the quarterback? By the way, you I have not. It? That's okay. Um, no, we happened. didn't convert him. Kirk Cousins, the big Bum. winner of the show, got hurt this week. Can you week. believe it? It's so sad. Oh my I gosh. Sam, I felt so bad for him. Paradigm Shift Sam uh, held a little like candlelight vigil for him. He was I very, believe that for Paradigm was, Shift Sam. Yeah, he was very moved, <laughs> very sad. Is his name Paradigm Shift Sam? <laughs> yeah, so the audience Paradigm knows. Paradigm Shift Sam so I'm I've mentioned him in a couple episodes now. He yeah. was very big on, uh, he was very big on he Kirk was, Cousins, people, which is great. He, well, and that's okay. Honestly, he was big on Mar- Mariota. That's what got me. I was like, well, Kirk was his number one. Mariota was his number two. That was his ridiculous dance. I didn't have a problem with him being big on Kirk Cousins. That no, was not me a neither. surprise. It was Mariota. Too. He was higher on Mariota yeah. than Mahomes. That's yeah. insane. Uh, almost pushed me to the edge of burnout <laughs> having a conversation with him. <laughs> What's, ding, ding, ding. What is going to keep me, Ange, <laughs> from burning out? Do we know? What is the definition of burnout? What's the difference? Take it away. Tell me what you got on burnout today. Oh, man. I have no encyclopedia definitions. That's not me. Uh, Kyle Price, very intelligent. He could probably spit you off a lot of those definitions in your head, right off the top of his head, I mean. But I will say this. I get this question a lot. How do I know I'm burned out? Ooh, okay. I, yeah. I say I get that question a lot as if I have an answer. And I have not lived enough life to really ever know uh, an honest answer to that. But I have learned some framework that I, I challenge people with because I can't answer it for them. I think, if anything, I've learned uh, true burnout is much more internal then we really acknowledge like, and I also think people spit the word out like in a more superficial way than it actually is. Mm. 
the first framework I try and give people, well, I don't lead with this because it's kind of a deeper thought, but in my head I'm going with, are you burned out or are you depressed? Sometimes one could equal the other. Sometimes they don't. Um, but sometimes, like if you're depressed, but you're saying you're burned out, you switching your job is not going to change who you are. It's not going to change the paradigm of the world that you view, the way that you view the world. It's not going to change suddenly your habits in and out of work. If you're depressed, there's so many other steps we need to take. And maybe one of those steps maybe is switching a job or switching a career, but it isn't the step. Now, burnout can often happen with the work that you perform, how you do that work, and maybe making a career change in order to help that. So that is like the first kind of, especially with the fact that we work with a lot of young people, um, that's something I challenge them with. Now, a framework that goes second, even below that, is this idea of when we talk about burnout versus depression, it, I, I challenge them with this. Are you having a hard time focusing, working, performing the tests you need to do at work, but you can then go home and otherwise then live a content, happy life. You can find joys. You can find outlets outside of work. You're still able to do that. It is truly the in these walls with my boss when I have to have these conversations. That really could sound like burnout. Like I'm able to find other outlets. I think my job actually is asking too much of me. It is in this space that I'm not able to fully contribute in the way that I need to, or contribute, I'm contributing too much. Okay. That might sound like burnout to me, but I've talked to a lot of people where they're telling me their job is the problem. But then I asked that same question and they're like, no, I just, I can't get out of bed mm. Friday through Sunday. Mm. Oh yeah. no, I'm not even, I'm not taking showers. Like I'm truly conversations I've had. No, I don't want to go grocery shopping. I don't even want to leave my house. I'm like, okay, it sounds like we're masking some deeper things with the term burnout and blaming the boss or people we work with for that. Now, could that have, could that burnout maybe um, drive some of the depressive yeah. things we feel? Absolutely. Like I said, one is not, like they're not synonymous, but I definitely think they can play a part with each other. But the ways that we tackle those two things individually, I do not think is being talked about enough. And I don't think we're asking the harder questions to really uncover what's actually driving this issue. Is it work? Is it both? Or is there something that I'm, I'm not finding in balance mm -hmm. to help me really help on all those levels? Well, so, so does, so does healthline.com. And I think this is a good point to interject. <laughs> None of us here are psychologists or certified counselors in any way. So yeah, every conversation, that's why I just asked the question. It's, good, like, well, it's a great like question. A next that, we do not have an answer. <laughs> But for the purposes of today's conversation in the way that we want to frame this is this is the Good Leader Podcast. And I will say, I am not a clinician in any way, but I hear the word burnout a lot. I hear it a lot brought up with people. And I really like the the way that on just framing it because it can just be, I think that we've, we've used burnout so much that it can just become ubiquitous with any sort of fatigue or problem or, for, yeah. you know, like I'm just burnout. Like, okay, hold on. So healthline.com tells me that coined by the psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in the 1970s, burnout describes a severe stress condition that leads to severe physical, mm -hmm. mental, and emotional exhaustion. Much worse than ordinary fatigue, burnout makes it challenging for people to cope with stress mm -hmm. and handle day-to-day -day responsibilities. To Anja's point, people experiencing burnout often feel like they have nothing left to give and may dread getting out of bed each morning. So it does maybe mm -hmm. lend itself to other deeper depression-like symptoms. Oh, it even says they may even feel, mm -hmm. even adopt a pessimistic outlook toward life 
and feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. Burnout doesn't go away on its own, and if left untreated, it can lead to serious physical and psychological illnesses like depression, heart disease, and mm -hmm. diabetes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so that, so what, and that's where I start the question with them often because you want to try and peel back the layers to where did it start from? Did it start? I mean, some people, it's, it's very hard, very difficult, but some people actually have been depressed since they were like five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, you, I have like been in live conversations like this and with myself. I'm speaking mainly from a lot of this from experience and what I've learned over the years, but I, all of the stress culminates to this moment. And now I think this moment is my problem, but I've actually been under intense stress, intense abuse my entire life. It is now culminating in a way that I can't take it anymore. And so now this moment must be my burnout, but it actually probably wasn't. There's probably some layers we need to peel back there. Hmm. That's where, that's where I talk about people. And then that's really the part where I say we probably need to look at like therapy and other, I can't help you beyond this, but I do like to give people the framework that like, well, where's this really coming from? I always think, I don't think I've used this story on the podcast before. And if I have, I'm going to do it again. Cause it's a really, this painted such a new picture for burnout for me that I've never gone back from seeing. So Timothy Keller, um, he, this, he started saying this during COVID you all probably heard me told, tell this story, but he told this story when COVID first hits, this is 2020. We're all experiencing life, right? I don't have to paint that picture. So he's in 2020 and he is talking to like this group of, I don't know if it was pastors or leaders or, or who it was, but he was talking about, um, a pastor who called him. He, this is a, a pastor. He was a pastor in New York city. So he was pastoring during nine 11 when nine 11 happened. And when 9-11 happened, he got a call from, I think it was another pastor or leader somewhere, and actually OKC after the bombings mm. here. Uh, I don't know enough to know exactly when that was, but it was certainly before 9-11, 95. 95. And so, um, so, wow, years later. So he calls him and he's like, I, I want to walk you through what's about to happen to you uh, with 9-11, after 9-11. I want to walk you through what's about to happen to you. Uh, I mean, Timothy Keller was like, okay, yeah, a lot's happened. You know, He's like, no, no, I want to talk about what's going to happen to you in two or three years. Because you're all going to get through this. You're going to be like on a pretty big mend with this. It's going to be pretty successful. People are going to show up. They're absolutely going to show up. But the burnout from this moment, you are not going to see in your staff until two years later, two to three years later. Mm. And they are all going to leave. They will not be able to take it anymore. The, what is happening to you today right now is going to culminate in two years and you should be ready to have a new team. And he says this story and he's like, I honestly was like, you don't know what you're talking Like, my team's not your team, bud. Like, it's just not, I don't think yeah. that that's actually but, the story. We're in a really different yeah. tragedy. Like, just because it happened to you doesn't mean it's going to happen to me, actually. And, um, and and he talks about in 2013, he had almost, not fully, but almost a very new, very different staff. And they do not all say it's burnout uh, to be the reason that it left. But I remember hearing that story in 2020 and thinking, oh, I was already burned out, to be honest, in, in that season of my life when I was very young at that point. And I was like, wait, so so this can be something that happens to you like after the actual incident even occurred? Like I could be trying to live my healthiest life right now. I'm doing all the things on, I'm like drinking all the water, I'm doing all the exercise, I'm even trying to go to therapy. Why I'm not doing anything wrong here. I cannot figure out why I'm, like you just said, burnt out or even depressed. And again, it's the peeling back the layers. Well, where did it really start? And for a lot, we're in 2023 now. I'm like, it is no shock or surprise that in the last year, I'm hearing the word burnout more than ever because we all experienced in 2020 what we were not yet ready to deal with, but our bodies are feeling, holding, 
maybe processing, maybe not. Some of the major um, life changes and transitions that would have happened to a lot of us three, four, five years ago. Hmm. Now, because um, 2020 is not the only time people, you know, had that. I don't like to only make it that moment. For some of us, 2021 was a lot harder than 2020. But I say all that to say, like, that just drastically changed the paradigm of what burnout meant and where it can derive from. And I guess almost the seriousness of the issue, I think that's my problem with burnout, is sometimes people will be actually in just a moment where it's just stressful. Like, we've all been in the... There's time... August, just stressful. Like, it's just stressful. But they'll throw this word burnout around, like, I'm just, like, burned out. Like, I don't know. I can't but they're fine the next month. And so I'm like, no, that if you're telling me that, I am seriously going to be, as a leader, pursuing you to understand what that means and what we need to do to help get you help. Like to me, that is a serious matter. Yeah, that's matter. drastic. Yeah. So when you just say like, oh, I'm just like burned out, I can't do this anymore. You might be saying it lightly, but I, are you stressed? And those are the other questions I try to ask. Do you just mean you're stressed? Do you just mean you're overwhelmed? Or are we hearing burnout with another lines of depression? Because I'm thinking there's probably some layers to that. And as a leader, I need to help you now. Because if you're saying this to me now and you mean that, a year from now, it is not going to be good for either of us if I don't do what I can. I can't force you to heal. I can't force you to get better. I can't force you to build back the layers. But as a leader, it's my job to hear what am I, I'm hearing those words, but what am I actually hearing? And let's make sure we help lead you in whatever way you want to be led in order to help the actual true sense of burnout in the way that you just described through that definition, because that is absolutely how I view it. And honestly, a matter I don't think we really take serious enough. Well, I love the, the picture that you've painted here. And one thing that this is doing for me, and as we get back from the break, I want to hear everybody's reactions to this and, and how we are each hearing it kind of in our own spaces, maybe because I, I might be wrong in mm -hmm. that I hear it, but I hear you saying sometimes you hear it flippantly the picture mm -hmm. that we've painted, and obviously if you read the clinical definition there, burnout is serious. It's almost like, you know, because I, I have a background in education, I have a background in, in ministry and youth pastoring. It's like if a student used certain words, it's like, I, okay, this is a non-negotiable. Right. I'm yep. reporting this, you right. know, like, mm -hmm. you know, yes. suicide or abuse, things where it's like, I'm a mandatory reporter. So this is not even a joke. This is like, I, I am automatically reporting this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that we're not talking about mandatory reporting. But I like the picture of like, are you serious? Like, if you're burnout, let's pause, stop, do not pass go, do not collect $200. <laughs> let's really talk about this mm -hmm. and get serious about it right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's the way people are using it. And it sounds like you're not either. So when we get back from the break, I want to ask the, the, the crowd here, how are you hearing it? And what are some other words we could use? And how do we help coach our peers and even ourselves through seasons of stress? Is it good? Yeah. Okay. That just died. Okay. I was like, I don't know if it's on or not. <laughs> okay. Back from that break. Seasons of stress. I like that term, by the way. I like that yeah. term. Okay. Um, you know, are, are you in a season of stress? Or are you burnout? I'm just going to ask the audience here. What do you think? Like, what's your reaction to what Anj said? Do you have peers? Because, you know, we're different ages. We have different jobs. We have different roles. Uh, how are you hearing people use mm -hmm. burnout? I just feel like it's just part of the vernacular more, yeah. more mm -hmm. and more and more. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is, as, you know, maybe it is an, a legitimate, a serious thing. Because I never want to undermine that. I never mm -hmm. want to be, mm -hmm. I don't want to be flipping about mm -hmm. it. You know, if, somebody, if someone says, oh, I'm burnout, I'm like, oh, come on, toughen up. I don't want to be, you know, I don't yeah. want to become 
callous to yeah. it. But you know, the concern as a leader is, is if it actually is at that point, like someone really is burnt out, mm -hmm. it is, there's only, there's very minimal ways I actually can help them as a leader. That's the concern. Because if we're actually at the point, like you're telling me you're burnt out, then I, and we've done this before, then I need to give you time. I mean, take two, you, you have to take two weeks and find what the next steps are going to be for us. Like mm -hmm. this is, I cannot, if you are truly burned out in the way that we are all saying right now, then me switching your role is not going to help anything. Me giving you a role you feel more significant is, and isn't going to help anything. It's just going to perpetuate this cycle that we're in. And so that's the heart when I hear, and I guess that's why it's so like ding, 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 alarming to me as a leader is because I'm like, man, if that's true, then you're coming to me to figure out what else you can do at work. But uh, it's the reverse of that. I have to figure out what to help you do in your life, not work. Yes. Well, I and guess, I can't control that. And and as leaders, I can, I can only speak from our experience and, and encourage you, if you are a leader in an organization to have influence, put places, talk to your HR department. If you are in HR, we have a lot of clients that we work with that are HR professionals, this is where, to me, that's where you can create a culture that listens to that. Right. That if someone does come to you and says, I am experiencing burnout in a legitimate sense, and I, as your manager, leader, boss, even company culture, whatever, I can't really fix that. I can't really do much yeah. for that other than work to help you create pathways that allow for healing. So right. whether that is your time off policies, whether that is your in-house services. If yep. you're large enough, maybe you do offer uh, counseling services, or maybe that's yep. part of something that you cover. I know a couple of organizations that, a couple of executives that I coach, one organization just brought a psychologist on staff. Um, yep. They just started paying uh, her on retainer for issues like this and others, just so that, mm -hmm. that their people would have a resource to receive treatment, to receive help. Mm -hmm. That's uh, beyond a job description. Like I'm, I'm not going to reformulate absolutely. your job to make this better for you. It goes so much deeper than that. Well, so then if we say that's one, and I want to encourage people, that's that's to me, I think that's good. We talked about 21st century skills in the past. I think that is a 21st century work culture yeah. where we are more in tune with mental health yeah. wellness, um, which I think this certainly falls into that category, you know, holistic wellness yep. and accommodating people in that way. But those are the extreme situations. Like we just mm -hmm. said, right. my frustration is, I'm going to say something that's pretty unpopular here. Okay. And am I wrong? You might, <laughs> am I wrong? I think sometimes people just want to be burnt out. Hmm. They, oh. they want it. Yeah. 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 Am I wrong, Jess? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're so right. Yeah, tell me about it. So, I I mean, I could speak to this subject in a couple of different ways. I do think that people use it flippantly. Like, I do think that people don't understand the true definition of what burnout might be. And we kind of just throw the word around amongst a bunch of other things. I feel like that's a common thing. People just use words sure. and phrases about things that they just don't know about. Yeah. Um, I would say... Last week when we had brought up the subject of talking about this, I was kind of thinking about my own experience with this and what I thought burnout was compared to like obviously thinking more about it and how I assumed I experienced it. And I pretty recently, I would say I like specifically with passport, like I thought I was experiencing burnout, but it was very situational and it was just stress. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't going through like a midlife crisis or anything, but it just, I think that we don't understand what it means. So, um, I think that burnout to what we assume it can be is just situational. Like in that moment I was working on a big project yeah. that was just necessary for that time, but that wasn't forever. And then I also think that burnout in some ways 
can be, you can drag yourself out of it. Like I was thinking um, in my position with you guys, like I could, if I was experiencing that, like I could come to you guys. And I think that if someone else were experiencing it that I'm close with, I would be like, well, why don't you just get out of it? And sometimes that's just not the case. And so I think the severity of what we assume burnout is, is the problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, if I were giving advice to a friend, I would be like, well, why don't you just talk to your boss about it? But then again, they don't have the same bosses that I have. Sure. Yeah. So I think that it depends who you're around and what you're experiencing and like maybe a project that you're working on specifically. So well, which, yeah, speaks to the, which speaks to the Good Leader podcast that if you're listening to this and you are overseeing people, create work to create the type of relationships, culture, and pathways to people can speak to you before burnout right. if it is a season. And also proactively, because I know Anj does this, did this with you. And for the audience's clarity, Passport is our curriculum that we sell to schools and grants and different agencies for student-based leadership. And it's a very big project. It is a, mm-hmm. an entire year's worth of curriculum. And Jess is, is overseeing multiple pieces of that. So it is a stressful time, but Ange, I know, does a good job of asking those questions. How are you? How are you doing? We're looking at this deadline. We're approaching it. Even encouragement of like, the season's almost over, you know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, and, and I know even pushing you toward one thing that we do. And if I'm just giving a quick little tip, you want to be a better leader tomorrow, make your people use their vacation time, whatever your vacation Mm -hmm. policy is. Even if you say, I can't control vacation, I can't control Mm -hmm. PTO. No, but you can encourage your team, your department to use it, Mm -hmm. take it. Even if they say, I mean, I think just during that season, that's when I posted like, Hey, you don't have to have a big elaborate vacation to take a break. And that's when it all went. And then you were even like, I'm glad you're taking a vacation because I was wondering when you were going to. Yeah, take a break. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just going off that point on a quick one because I was going to say, I think a good example, because I also don't want to discredit what Jared's saying as well. Um, like there are these big projects that hit, right? Mm-hmm. And they actually can lead to burnout. Like yeah. I'm thinking of what Jess did that she's not really bragging herself enough for is that deadline hit, it passed, and then she literally took the week off and you were home. Like, you you hung out at home. It's not like you had these crazy yeah. mm-hmm. big plans. Like, you took the week off. Now, we are a company where you're fortunate enough to almost have unlimited time off. And so I do understand not everybody may take it in that way. But she did take a week and she was, and, and I could, like, see a difference in her. And she was just able to rest. That's it. Like, the body, the mind, the soul just needed rest and something that weren't the stressful four walls that she had been in. And I did see you kind of turn new leaf out of that. I think burnout starts to happen when we aren't doing those things as well. I don't want to only paint a picture like something had to happen to us five years ago really drastically for us to be feeling it now. I think we can also allow ourselves to get to that space Mm -hmm. because we almost want to be seen as what Jared's saying, like our identity is in working hard enough, being the one who's going to perform, being the one that hits the stressful marks, doing all these things that we actually lead ourselves to the burnout place Jared and I are talking about as well. Mm. And so even on a leadership sense, like I saw you really get yourself out of that, Mm. Jess. And so I I don't, I think both things can happen is what I'm saying. I think it can be big, big moments, but I think it can also be big, big projects. We just continue to take over and over and over and over again until we have now created this burnout scenario for ourselves as well. I like that you, have painted the picture that burnout seems to be almost this long form, almost chronic situation where stress is this acute situation. It truly is. It seems to be that burnout can rear its head in these stressful, acute, whether it be projects or overworked um, situations. 
So that, that was helpful. Well, I think that we're just adding more language to it, which, right. which is always powerful. You know, that, that's like, oh, I'm fine or I'm burnout. Well, there's a big pathway in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that big pathway in between, you see these stressful, you see these stressful moments. I would assume, and I could be wrong. I don't know that I have ever experienced burnout. I would say I haven't, but I've experienced a lot of stress. And there are times in my life where I see red flags or I see yellow flags along the way mm-hmm. and we either ignore it or yeah. to on this point right there, we glamorize it. Like especially mm-hmm. leaders, a lot of leaders glamorize that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm super tired, but I'm not even going to sleep tonight. Yeah. You know, like it, I got four hours last night, probably going to do it tonight, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. But you know what? I'm a leader and I can do it. To me, burnout is, this, yeah. it, it, it tends to be a little bit more emotional, spiritual, a deeper thing. Yeah. And I wonder if we actually overwork ourselves because we're burnout and it almost adds fuel yep. to the fire. Yes. Oh, I've t- I yeah. totally agree. 100%. I totally agree. Yep. And, and often, you know, and, and to, you know, let's, let's end this with saying like, there is, we don't know mm-hmm. the clinical answer and there is no, if you are actually burnout, mm-hmm. it is a severe state. That's my mm-hmm. biggest walk away, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's much like when I'm talking to our girls on our 10 year old soccer team and they tell me they can't breathe <laughs> when, cause I've made them run a lap. You ran a lap <laughs> around the soccer field and you stop cause you can't breathe. And I say, if you can't breathe, I'm going to take you to the emergency room right now. Well, I mean, I'm like, then keep running. <laughs> so, Coach Jared. Moral Coach Jared. Of, He's not. Well, but if you can't <laughs> breathe, it, I mean, I, <laughs> I use that silly example, but if you are burnout, that's serious. Yeah, and I will take right. it seriously. Yeah. As a leader, I want to create pathways for that. And yes, if that girl could not breathe, I would take her to the hospital. Yeah. If I have a teammate that tells me they, man, I am really, I am burnout. I am yeah. depressed. It is leading to depression. It is all of these things. Mm-hmm. I want to help you with that as much as I can, which is just creating pathways to get help. Mm-hmm. And I can't force it. And I can't force it, but I can if you want yeah. time off, availability, all those things. But then helping people understand, even ourselves, maybe even let's let's not focus on others. Help yourself by giving yourself more language. Is this a season of stress? Am I not taking care of myself? Is this not burnout, but it is a red flag? It is a gigantic red flag that I should stop. I should not keep going. I should take a break. Those are my takeaways of the day. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Anj? The last one I would end on is what you reward gets repeated. Okay. And so when you have a team of really high achievers, the more you keep rewarding the the pieces you're talking about, Lim or, or Jared, like, man, I stayed up four hours last night. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. The more I say like, oh, good job. I'm so glad you did that. Uh, man, the more I see it repeated. And, but the more I'm like, well, great. What are you going to do is I've had that conversation before. Like, man, I had to stay up all night and do that thing. I'm like, great. Where, what space are you going to take time to make up for that? Like, where are you going to take a day off to rejuvenate from that? That's what gets rewarded. Same way for Jess. I was like, good. I'm glad you took a vacation. I was wondering when you would. I, I almost praised her taking a vacation over even completing the project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just really want to, you know, remind people of that, like what you challenge gets rewarded. And I know you want to, or I'm sorry, you what you reward gets repeated. And I think that just goes in a lot of different hits of leadership, but I think we should remember that for our high achieving performers mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. It's a good way to end it. What you reward gets repeated. So be safe, be careful, take care of yourself, be a good leader. Perfect timing.